for joining us as we hear an anointed word from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Father God, I thank you for what you're about to do still in this place. I thank you, Lord, for your fire right now in Jesus' name, your Holy Ghost fire and the glory of God to flow through this place, God. I thank you that you use my vocal cords, Jesus, to get forth your word to everyone in here, Lord, that you will meet everyone where they're at and they will get a word to hit them like never before, God. I thank you that no one at the sound of my voice is going to leave out of here the same. No one, because your word is that powerful, God. Your word is true. And Lord, we just thank you for the anointing right now. We rebuke the enemy right now in Jesus' name that you are under our feet. And Lord, we just thank you already right now for the glory. We thank you for the glory, God. We love you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. As I was praying, the Lord starts showing me things about there's, there's a, whoever has a mountain in front of them that there's a mountain that you're looking at or a giant in front of you. And God is calling you a giant slayer right now. He is saying that whatever is in front of you to pick up your five stones, that's the word of God, the anointing of God, the power of God, the strength of God. And you stand on that thing and you tell the enemy no. All right, because God is saying that no demon in hell can come against a person who has their will aligned with the father. And God is going to make a show of it openly for the enemies right in front of your face, what he is going to do. So he is saying no more. You say mountain go, giant go, because he is calling you a giant slayer. In Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Go to Jeremiah, Jeremiah 33. A lot of verses I have for you, you've probably already heard before, but it's okay. You keep hearing it. Okay. Jeremiah 33. I'm going to try, guys, to keep my shoes on today. <laughs> can we, I want to give a shout out to you for, for Tiana bringing her friends to church. Yes. Can we thank the teenagers? Can we thank those beautiful ladies right there who could be doing something else on a Sunday morning but chose to come to church? We love y'all already. <laughs> Tiana's like, I'm going to get you, Satasha. You can't get me. Get your mama. Where is she at? Get your mama. <laughs> Jeremiah 33, 3. We're going to start there, okay? As you know, I like to read out of the Amplified. Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things, which you do not know and recognize and have knowledge of and understanding. Skip down to verse 6. Behold, I will lay upon it health and healing, and I will cure them and will reveal to them the abundance of peace, which is prosperity, security, stability, and truth. Skip over to verse 14. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the good promise I have made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. On Friday, one thing I preached about was the invasion of the spirit is imminent. And one thing I want you to look at in verse third and verse three, God says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that is about to grow exponentially that when we call to the father and speak for things, we're going to see things happen so fast because the invasion of the spirit is imminent. In verse six, it says, I will cure them and reveal to them the abundance of peace. What is peace? It's prosperity. It's security, it's stability, and it's truth. When you're walking in peace, all your needs are met. 
It doesn't matter how it looks or what it looks like. When you're walking in peace, even though a symptom may come against your body, you already know that I am healed in Jesus' name. When you have security because you know the Holy Spirit is with you and he is your comforter, nothing is going to come against you. When you have stability and truth in the word of God, nothing can shake you. In verse 14, it says, behold, the days are coming that I will fulfill the good promise. What promises has God spoken to you that you are still waiting on the fulfillment of that manifestation? It's about to take place. One thing you know about me when I preach a word of God, I preach prophetically. You may not feel it, sense it, see it, but if you grasp hold of it and believe it in your heart and trust God and his word, it's going to come to pass. And I always say to people, if you don't believe it, that's okay. I can't make you believe it. All I know is I know I believe it. And when God has spoke to me and said an invasion of the spirit is imminent, once again, he would not get me off of that thing. I believe him that invasion of the spirit is imminent. And I believe it's going to hit the people of God first and foremost because we have work to do. So once it hits us, we got to be responsible for that and go out and take care of our daddy's business, right? I keep saying the church is not going to act the same. We're not going to look the same. We're not going to be the same. We're going to have a brand new voice because we are going to a place that we have never gone before. This word speaks to me and said there is a declaration of an upgrade. How many like upgrades? Because the invasion of the spirit is imminent, honey. I thank you, Lord, for upgrade. I thank you that there is a statement of promotion in the house in Jesus' name. And there is a new place that God has taken his people. Is there anybody here that's part of God's business and a part of his people? His spirit is preparing to carry us to a whole new place. He's releasing a whole new revelation. He's releasing new things in the atmosphere. He's getting his promises to the point where you are so strong on his promises and something tries to tell you it's different. You're going to say, nope, the promises of God are yes and amen, and I'm going to stand on that thing. He is preparing us to move so swiftly by the Holy Spirit that by the time you open your mouth, you're not going to even have a chance to say, oh, I didn't mean to say that because you already opened your mouth and you're already being about his business. We are going to witness some of the greatest alive alignments and positioning for the people of God that we have not seen take place in the church before. And I'm so excited about that. I'm like, yes, Lord, how many is going to say yes, God, and get your own self out of the way? How many of you say yes, God, to the kingdom of what you're having me to do? How many of you say, yes, God, I trust you, and I'm not going to be concerned about my stuff and what I'm dealing with and the mess that I have to deal with because I'm saying yes, God, to you. I'm not saying yes because of somebody made me upset. I'm not going to say yes because somebody got their own issues and they're trying to put that on me. I'm just saying yes to you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to Romans. Romans 8. And we're going to start at verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time, this present life, are not worth being compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us and in us and for us and conferred on us. For even the whole creation, all of nature, waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known waits for the revealing and the disclosing of their sonship for the creation nature was subjected to um, frailty not because of some intentional fault on his part but by the will of him who so subjected it yet with the hope that nature itself will be set free from his bondage to decay and corruption into the glorious freedom of God's children. We know that the whole creation has been moaning together in the pains of labor until now. 
there has been a shift that has taken place. A shift, I mean that spiritually, there's been a shift that's taken place for one of the greatest moves the earth has ever seen before. The world is waiting on us. We can't keep sitting here going, God, we're waiting on you to use me. God, please use me. Give me that word for that person. No, God is saying he's waiting on you to bring that greatest move of earth, the greatest move ever that the earth has ever seen. One thing I said on Friday is that the earth will be reintroduced to God's Holy Ghost power like never before. And that means you have to be open and ready, people of God. Your thoughts and your minds and your hearts has to be open and ready for what God wants to do. I briefly watched this movie. You know how you're on Saturday and you just click and click, 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 click. And I came across this movie called uh, Spear. I think it's Spear from the 90s with uh, Samuel Jackson, uh, Dustin Hoffman, and I was the other lady's name. Sharon Stone, Sharon Stone, from like the 90s, right? Spear, and I guess they went down in the, in the water, some like spaceship stuff. I don't know, it was just weird. And as they were doing, I was watching a little of it, and um, what was happening is that they were connected to this sphere that allowed them to whatever they thought of can manifest. I wonder where they got that idea, what you think you can manifest. So whatever they thought of, they can manifest. However, they were thinking stuff that they had fear about. So it was all the fear. The fear of, oh my gosh, I'm scared of these type of creatures in here. All my fears that I'm gonna die of this. All my fears. So all their fears are being manifested in this ship that they were in. And while they were having their fears manifest, their fears were killing the crew members. Think about that for a second. That you have a fear that's holding you up from ministering to someone else that can cause them death. That because your fear, you can't step out and pray for somebody. Because your fear, you can't move out and encourage someone to push them into their purpose and destiny because of your fear. Don't get quiet on me. That's something to think about. Because if you get to the point where it's not about you, and it's about our daddy and the kingdom and what people need today, you won't even think about fear will be gone. This wonderful girl did a, a spoken word on Friday about fear. She said, fear, I'm two-timing you, which means she's done with fear. And we have to be done with fear. So anyway, in the movie at the end, it was only three of them, I think, survived. And they were like, at the end, they were fighting with their fears, their, their thoughts. No, don't, don't think that. No, we're out of the ship. No, we're, it was just so chaotic because of the thoughts. So when they finally got through, Samuel Jackson at the end was like, we're not even ready for this gift. We're not even ready to have our thoughts manifested. So I'm here to tell you, if God is saying an invasion of the spirit is imminent, you gotta have your thoughts ready. You don't wanna be one that miss it. Please don't miss it. You don't wanna miss this next move of God because you're not ready. Be ready. God is saying, be ready. He's preparing us for a move, guys. He's going to use those who are willing and able, whose hearts are set on the kingdom and a word of God. Some of you may think he's not going to use me because of the season I'm in. Let me tell you something. Honor the season you're in. It's okay. You got to honor the season that you are in. It may not be the one you wanted. You may not even like the season right now. But I'm telling you, just hold off in that season as God releases you, and you just continue to go forward without any more distractions. This is where you're at right now. You take this season, you say, God, let me roll with it. Whatever you want for me in this season, let me go ahead and roll with it. Because I'm telling you, in this season right now, people are going to either be for you or against you. 
and you really need people that are for you in this season. If there's someone who is not, who is dragging you down every time you get on the phone with them or texting you some crazy stuff and trying to move you out of the will of God, you got to let those people go. I don't care how much you love them. I don't care if it's your family members. I don't care if it's people in this church. If it is someone that is taking you down and out of the will of God, you got to let them go. Love them. I love you, but I got to keep it moving. That's what I'm telling you because I even get there. I had to deal with some stuff. Even me as being a leader and a pastor, I was like, Lord, I don't understand why some people are like this and some people are not, why some people may receive, why some people don't, why people look at me at times and go, you're just Tosh. And I get it. I am just Tosh. But I look at how God has called me into a position of leadership and maybe everyone don't receive it. It's okay. I got to keep being about my daddy business. If you don't want to receive what God has in me to release into your life, that's you. You just won't receive it. But I got an assignment that I got to finish. I got people that are assigned to my anointing and my call. I got an assignment that I'm not I'm going to just keep going. And I'm telling you, God at times will give you an assignment. I'm in school that I got to work with people I don't want to work with. But God is calling me to work with them because I got a group project. I may have an assignment where I'm like, I got to stand up in front of the class and talk about something I'm really not sure of. I really don't believe it, but I got to do my assignment. I got to finish my assignment because I want my daddy to say, well done, good and faithful servant. I tell you all the time, I'm not leaving this earth with a whole bunch of stuff still on me. I'm leaving empty. And God is going to say, you you did what I told you to do. So if God is calling me to encourage you and stir you up, I'm going to do that. I can sit here and tell you all day, I'm proud to be a preacher of the gospel. I don't teach yet, even though I can, but I'm proud to be a preacher. I'm proud to be one that stirs you up. I'm proud to be one that say, you got to go higher. You can't stay down here. I'm proud to be the one that said, you know what? I'm going to be about my daddy's business and make sure you reach the level that he's called you to do because we're all going to get to and finish our, our purpose and our call. If you come to me with something crazy, I'm going to correct you very quickly and say, nope, that's not God. You got to keep going. I'm not one of those sisters who's going to pat you on, the, on your head and rub it. Oh, honey, it's okay. I'm going to say, rise up. Stop it with this foolishness, these shenanigans. We don't have time for this stuff. It's so critical right now. The hour is so critical. So I'm telling you, if you are not serious about the things of God, don't come around me. Telling you. You got to be at the point where you're like, you know what? I don't care what the doctor said. You don't know who the God I serve. The doctor gives you a symptom. You don't know the God I serve. That's okay. Watch it. Watch it, right, Bitsy? You're going to watch it, doctors. Oh, the bank is saying this about me and my bank account? Oh, bank, you don't know the God I serve. You just watch this. You just watch this. Oh, my credit score is showing that for now? Oh, watch this, the God I serve, and how supernaturally things are going to do a turnaround. You don't even know. Oh, people talking about you? Oh, they wish they didn't. They wish they didn't open their mouth because you know what? You don't know the God I serve who's going to back me and look at you and go, oh, you keep your mouth off of my servant, Latasha. You keep your mouth closed off of her. Don't you talk about her. Huh? You better start getting like that, people of God. You better be confident because I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if people like you, if they want to have you in their group, in their social club. It doesn't matter because God backs me. I am so confident in that. He backs me. Rather you like me, don't like me, want to be around me, don't want to be around me, could deal with me for a few minutes, can't deal with me a few minutes. God backs me. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you. Because when God is with you and for you, honey, you are in a favorable environment. That's a good thing. I don't care if it doesn't feel like it or seem like it. You are in a favorable environment. He's going to take you from a place to grow you like never before, and it's going to finish off so favorable. Favorable. I tell you that. 
Because I, I, I love this. I, I thought about this the other day. I was like, man, even though something may seem a little, uh, God is my secret sauce and that thing to make it taste so much better. How many of you got some food and you're like, let me add a little hot sauce on this, a little soy sauce up on this food so it can taste a little better. God is our secret sauce that people are just waiting for him to be revealed in our life to make everything so much better. I thank God for that. Because I'm telling you, God says it's for me, it's for me, because he already has it for me, because he's for me. Get the tape, like PT always say, when we say something kind of, <laughs> you're like, what did you say? But what I want to tell you, don't, don't be threatened by someone else's move in the spirit. Don't be threatened about that, because my move in the spirit shouldn't threaten you either. We all have to work together with our moves that the Lord is moving us in different because of the different anointings and the different giftings. And let me tell you, even though you have a gift, be one with the gift that has integrity that backs the gift. Be one that has fruit that backs the gift. Be one that has love that backs the gift. Don't just be up there with your gift thinking it's all great because God is a gift giver. However, there has to be an anointing that follows behind your gift. And sometimes we get caught up in that. Well, I'm called to do it like this. No, what's the anointing behind that gift? I don't want to be a clanging symbol. I think me and Shazi were talking about that. I don't want to be up here just preaching like a clanging symbol, nothing back, and you don't sense any anointing. I'm just talking. That does nothing. You got to have an anointing that backs what you're saying. You have to have that anointing that when you're operating in your gift, that people sense it and they feel it. And there's no hindrance. As soon as you get up, they're like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus, play for them, pray for them. <laughs> You're like, does anybody else sense this? <laughs> Let me stop. I'm being bad. Okay, uh, so be someone with a gift that has something. Because like we said, the gifts are without repentance. He gave it to us. But he wants us to use it for his good and his glory, not for our own selfish gain, not for us. I don't want to be one to go, I'm telling people when I meet, hey, do you need somebody to preach at your church? Because I really need to preach at your church. Can I preach at your church? I'm not doing that. People come to me and seek me. I don't have to seek out anyone. They come to they come to you. You know what I mean? Jesus, don't let me start. Come on, people. God wants to direct you in success, but he wants to do it your way. If you start something right, it will stay right and end right. If you start something that's a mess because you're putting it together and it doesn't even line up, it won't even be right. So when you start stuff in the Holy Ghost... It's going to stay right for you and flow. I never even went to pastor in the beginning going, guess what? I'm supposed to be a pastor and I'm supposed to do it with you, whether you like it or not. He came to me. He came to Ben. We weren't even thinking about it. We were like happy doing youth ministry, doing our thing, <laughs> what the Lord would have us do then. But when the Holy Ghost is doing the work and coming to seek you out to say this is what you're called to do, then that's like, oh, then okay, Lord, I guess we got to do it because this is you. This ain't us doing our own thing, huh? That's right. That's Jesus, he's going to cause us to go into victory. God is calling us to be in the victory. So the areas that you have been tormented the most, the areas that you have felt the steamroll has just kept continually rolled over your back and forth and back and forth, where you felt you've been pushed around, where you felt you've been knocked down, God is saying you're going to experience joy in those areas. I say that again. You're going to receive joy in those areas. Huh? We're coming up higher, right, May man? We're coming up higher. God is calling us higher. He's calling you up higher as you walk in your in faith. He's calling you to have an ability not to wait for the storm to pass. But honey, you open your mouth and you speak to that storm and you said, Nope, I'm stopping this storm and this tracks. 
That's what he's calling us to do, huh? You're coming higher as you go into that encounter with Jesus and the power of his word as you seek him. You're coming up higher in vision and clarity as you keep your eyes on him. Because we're about God's vision, not our own vision, God's vision. Things are shifting and shaking and moving and changing. And don't you want to be a part of what God is doing in that shifting and shaking and moving and changing? I'm telling you, people of God, if you can see what happens in the spirit when you pray, you will pray so much more. Because that is so missing from the body of Christ right now is prayer. And we think we can get away with just getting up in the morning, saying a quick da 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 and get up and go. God is calling us to be so much more that we got to spend time with our daddy. I need a relationship with him. I can't just see my husband on a once-in-a-while basis. He comes in, hi, bye, see you, how you doing, great. No, i got to spend time with him and, and caress him and love on him as we have to do our father. That's how he's going to speak into our life. He's always speaking. If you're not hearing him, then you're not taking the time to settle down to hear what he's saying to you. It comes in a still small voice, and sometimes he's kind of like yelling at me, like, Tasha, like, snap out of it. Ew, what? But that's what he does. He's speaking to us all the time. Thank you, Lord. I'm trying to get where he wants me to go. Thank you, Lord. God is calling us to never back down. Stop backing down, people of God. Stop cowering back. Stop having your tail between your legs because you got offended or something or somebody doing something petty. No, God has called us to rise up higher to the point where that does hit our lives and offense will try to come that we'll say, not today, Satan. We rebuke you because you know what? God's going to use this situation for his glory and good because he's going to grow us from this. And when you realize when something is happening that you can grow from it, God is calling us to a level of maturity where nothing will attack us or hurt us again because we are so in tune with the father we have his heart so when someone does come at us it doesn't even matter baby whatever when something happens to try to speak ill against us <laughs> your words don't matter to me honey that's okay you keep speaking that over there because my god and his word backs me so you have to get to the point where you just stand in the glory you just stand in god's power and you said i'm not gonna allow the enemy to come against me or my family again thank you jesus when something tries to, to, to shout at you and oppose the promises of God, that's when you have to say, you know what, I'm not tolerating this any longer. I'm going to scream right back at you, devil, the promises of God. You cannot tolerate any more of foolishness that's going to try to come against you because our lives are not, not going to be pretty. But what it is is going to be stable and smooth sailing because we have the Father and the Holy Ghost coming along for the ride right with us. You tell the enemy, not on my watch, devil, not anymore. You start thanking the Lord for his move. You start thanking him for the Holy Spirit. You start thanking him that the floodgates of heaven are open above me and that every chain that's trying to hold me back is broken right now in the name of Jesus. You got to remember freedom is yours today. You got to know healing is yours today. That prosperity is yours today. That the spirit of depression and anxiety is broken off of your life. We as the people of God has that just as much as the people in the world. And we got to have that broken off of our life in Jesus' name. And whatever it is that's keeping you from walking into the fulfillment of God's divine alignment and purpose, Purpose, I declare right now in Jesus' name that's complete, completely annihilated. Because in the name of Jesus, demons have to go. In the name of Jesus, sickness got to go. In the name of Jesus, mental illness got to go. In the name of Jesus, lack got to go. In the name of Jesus, everything that tries to come and put his name above it has to go. Cancer, nope, you have no right. Nope, you don't. 
Heart disease, no right. Diabetes, no right. Rejection, no right. Lies, go. Because in the name of Jesus, there is no name above that name. No name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, I'm telling you, the blood covers it. I'm telling you, I speak it over right now, over the entire body, that the blood covers your mind right now and that you receive what God has for you because there's a move coming, people of God. There's an invasion of the spirit that is imminent and he wants to invade into your life like never before. There's a move coming, people of God, that you gotta be ready for and say, God, use me. I'm your hands and your feet. I'm your mouth. There's a move coming, people of God, where you're not too young, that God can use you where you're at. There's a move coming, people of God, that is not too late. You're not too old. You're not too new in the Lord. There's a move coming, people of God, that you got to be able to say, God, I'm going to move in your flow and your spirit. There's a move coming where you got to say, I trust the Holy Spirit when he makes me in a place that I feel so uncomfortable, but I trust him in his uncomfortableness because it's going to be an amazing thing that's going to come forth. I trust you, Holy Spirit, in what you're trying to do in this place. I trust you, Holy Spirit, in what you're doing in my life, that you got to say enough is enough. Not today, Satan, because the Holy Spirit is powerful. You have an anointing people of God you have a river that flows in you that you got to let that river flow stop having stuff and things stop it you tell the devil no I have a flow of the Holy Ghost there's rivers of living life that flows in or inside of me and I'm telling you as that river flows I'm gonna pick some people up along with me because that's what the spirit wants to do today hallelujah come on people of God come on glory to God he's too good to us He's so good to us. Glory to God. He's so good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. 37. I'm telling you, even for Friday, I went to pastor and a few of the other guys, I was like, I don't know why I'm feeling a little nervous about Friday. And it's like me? I'm, I'm just being real with you guys because this is what the enemy does. So he, gets me, he gets me so focused on my thoughts because not that I'm afraid of people. I don't care what people think. I've been past that. I'm 47. I stopped thinking and caring about people think about me a long time ago. I think I stopped caring what people thought about me in my 20s. <laughs> Ask my mother, probably 10. But I'm just saying, I stopped a long time ago. You know, but it was just like, I, I just want so much for the people of God to be blessed. I have such a heart for my father, for people to be blessed and to know that they have greatness on the inside of them. And I just want the word that God had for them to, to just really saturate the atmosphere. But what the enemy did is had me in my thoughts so much that it was getting me to the point where I'm like, why am I nervous? What, what's going on? I don't understand. I don't understand. And that's when you know it's the enemy because it's so, it's so stupid. You sense it. I had a conversation with someone who said, if people knew how much the devil hated them, because you sense it, like we sense the love of the Father. But sometimes when people are going through, they sense the hate of the devil so much that he wants to take you out. He still wants to take you out. But when you get into that part where you're like, you know what, devil? I know the love of the Father. He loves me no matter what, no matter what happened, what I did, what I said, how I treated someone, which we need to repent about that if you did treat someone. But I'm just saying that he loves us so much that it doesn't matter. So when I said, you know what, Father, you love me if I get up here and stumble my words. You love me if I mess up entirely. Because you know what? The anointing backs what you have me say. And when you know the anointing backs it, 
I can get up and say five words, and I'm done, and believe that the anointing is going to back those five words. Amen? Ezekiel 37, and I'm sure you've heard this one before too. I'm going to start at verse 9. Then said he to me, prophesy to the breath and spirit, son of man, and say to the breath and spirit, thus says the Lord God, come Come from the four winds, O breath and spirit, and breathe upon the slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath and spirit came into the bones, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceedingly great host. This shift has happened where it is so time for you to speak to the dead things. Oh, my gosh, the dead things in your life. Speak to what he's told you before that you still haven't done. I know there's some things that he spoke to you still like, I'm not ready. I'm not, I remember a pastor said that a couple weeks ago about me. He's like, I, when I, I spoke over Latasha about preaching, it wasn't the first time she heard it. She's heard it from many people. But I'm like, get, come on, sister, open your mouth and do it. And as I couldn't sit there and wait. Well, I'm going to wait till I've been in the Word for like 25 years. Then I feel a little bit more confident because, I, you know, I know the Word a little bit more. I, I can't just say it somewhere in the Bible. I just, I know verse in Scripture if I've been in the Word for 25 years. But God has said, nope, 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 nope. you got to start moving out in that thing, what he's speaking to you about. Hmm? Speak to those things that you have let go because of emotions and feelings. We know how that happens. I'm emotional. I'm dealing with this right now. My feelings is caught up in this. And now I'm in this certain season where I can't move out and do what God's called me to do. God is saying, let it go. Speak life to that thing that seems dead. Speak life to the thing that you let go because of someone else. Because we know sometimes as people of God, someone will say something to us and we take it as gold and we run with it. God is saying, nope. Nope, don't listen to that person. Speak life to that thing. Speak life. He's saying allow his spirit to breathe upon it again so that it may live for his glory. The shift of God that's invading the earth like never before is going to shift environments, y'all. It's going to shift. Like right now, if this, this would be only a building if it wasn't for the presence of glory of God. But because of his anointing in this place, now is God's presence. It shifted the atmosphere, right? That shift allows you to flourish. It allows you to grow. It allows you to, to hear from God more clearly. That, re, that shift brings forth revival in you. Not waiting for someone else to do it, but revival in you. So you can have revival in your families. That you can have revival in, in Holy Spirit marriages. That you can have revival in your bodies. That you can have revival in prosperity. When you allow the Holy Ghost to truly shift you, you won't stay the same. I mean, I'm getting past people coming and hearing the word of God and walk out and they're the same. What is that? But you have to make a choice and the decision to say, you know, what? I'm not leaving out of here the same. I want what God has for me. And today it starts right now today. Honey, because you want, you got to be in a point where you want the fire of God to burn in you so much that the spirit is so contagious in you that everyone around you will experience the fire of God. I have, I'm not going to even apologize anymore if somebody get burnt. Get burnt in the Holy Ghost. I looked up something. The highest fire alarm is a five alarm fire, but can actually go up to over 10 where fire companies don't even have a system that can accommodate a fire that's that large, and they find themselves in trouble. I love that. Well, not love that from a firefighter, it's my rescue. But I'm talking about us. That when you are so on fire for the God that you are walking over 10 alarm fire, the devil is in trouble. He is in trouble in his cohorts, and you told the devil right there that you are put on notice, devil. 
No longer I'm going to make hell nervous. You better start making hell nervous and that you say no longer you're going to walk the same way that you used to walk. That whatever would touch, that whatever that you touch is going to bring forth the glory of God. Whatever you touch is going to burn away mess off of people's life. That whatever you touch, you're going to bring forth an atmosphere change, an environment change, because you're going to walk so far in the fire of God that it's even going to burn stuff off of you so immediately when something even tries to hit your life. It's going to burn it up. So we call forth the Holy Ghost fire to burn in you so high that people are looking at you going I want what you have people are no longer going to be able to deny the power of God in our lives because that is how we are going to walk in this new season that is coming up and that's why I say you don't have time for petty you don't have time for anything you just got to walk in the things of God because the fire is going to burn something up so get ready people of God come into alignment right now with what God says about you come into alignment what he has set to you to do come into alignment with what he's about to do in your life and let that well spring up on the inside of you this city needs you this region needs you this church needs you the body of Christ needs you your family needs you so you got to rise up, rise up body of Christ, rise up and say, no more am I going to be the same. No more am I going to let anything hold me back from the promises of God. No more am I going to allow somebody in their foolishness stop me or take me off tracks for what God has for me. Because if you continue to allow people to take you off, you're going to miss the move of God and you don't want to miss it. So I'm going to tell you again to rise up, church. Rise up. Be firm on God's word. Be ready for the outbreak of God's glory like never before. And you're going to say, yes, Lord, use me. Because it's time for him to start using the body of Christ. He wants to because the invasion of the spirit is imminent. It's going to happen with or without you. So I'm praying that it happens with you. Because we made it. It was an amazing night on Friday. And it was 20 of us here from TCVC. And we did it with a small amount. And God can do it with a small amount. He can do it with five people if he wanted to. But you don't want to miss the move of God. You want God to use you like never before. You want him, you want to, you want to be able to trust him when he does tell you to open your mouth. So it's time for you to put that trust in God to say, I'm going forward in things of God. I'm going forward with the fire of God. I'm going forward with the glory. I cannot do it if I don't have the glory of God. I can't do it if God don't back me. So I'm going to continue to push that in you. Stir your river up. Stir it up. Trust God. Speak into people's life. Lay hands on the sick they're going to recover. If your finances look in front of you, speak to your finances and and say, you line up right now to the word of God. If your family's trying to come against you, you speak to them too. I call forth restoration in this house. I call forth reconciliation in this house. I call forth the cause that you might have missed. I call forth even the time that the devil has stole be restored in Jesus' name. That everything that he has taken from you, that you go back into the enemy's camp and you take it back and you say, no longer are you going to have anything concerning me. I don't give you a right anymore, devil, to touch me or my family or people around me any longer. You close that door to the devil once and for all. And you say, I'm just standing on God's word. I'm standing on his Holy Ghost. I'm trusting him and anointing on my life that I'm going to do great things. You're going to do great things. Just continue to move and trust and hear what he's saying. Because those who are obedient in his, in his presence, in his word, will hear what he's saying and will move out in it. It is time for you to continue to stand and be obedient and no longer teeter-totting on the word of God. No longer teeter-totting saying, did I hear God? Maybe that wasn't God. Maybe that was the devil. No, if it's the word that lines up, it's God. So it is time for you to say, you know what? I'm done. Today, I say yes to you, God, for, for real this time. I say yes to you for real this time and what you have for me in my life, huh? Yes. Glory to God. Can we just give God a hand? We thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, because he's so good in our life, huh? He's so good. You're giant slayers. You're giant slayers. Your river is so furious and fierce. It's going to tell you. 
get people and sweep them away. That fire of God, watch when you start walking in the place, how the atmosphere start changing. Watch how you open your mouth and it's so anointed. You're going to go, whoa, I know that was the Lord. Watch how you see things start shifting and changing in your families. Watch how you start going to the doctor and the reports are changing, saying, nope, that's no longer here. Watch how you continue to watch that God's going to move on your behalf. He moves on your behalf. He moves on your behalf. It may be temporary what you're dealing with right now, but God is a permanent God. He's there. He doesn't leave us. So you got to continue to walk forward in that thing. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. For more from Treasure Coast Victory Center, visit us at mytcbc.com.